0: hey hey, waffle gang i do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from a throwaway account does come with an update of course and it's titled fiance 27 female threatening to call off the wedding if i male 26 don't let her parents male 57 female 50 move in with us after the wedding obviously this comes off as a rich people problem but up until five months ago i was still living in a one-bedroom apartment working at a rather large supermarket retail store making 12 dollars an hour and going to be paying off college debt until i was in my 60s My fiance is still working her nursing job and we've been fully living together for four years. Some background into our relationship. We met six years ago. There were literally zero issues with us dating. When it came to some sort of conflict we sat down, explained both of our sides like adults and generally fixed the problem. We've rarely gotten into arguments and have had the same end goals in life. Children, grow old together, die and be buried next to each other and have fun whenever we can. I've always had an incredibly distant relationship with her parents when she introduced me to them they both stated that they didn't like me to my face and thought i wasn't good enough her father even said not in my lifetime when i asked for his permission to marry his daughter which i stated the only reason i was doing it was for an olive branch my parents on the other hand love my fiance they scooped her up like she was one of us from the start has never said anything bad about her in public nor have they in private She, at least in my parents' eyes, is the metaphorical second coming of Christ. During my grandfather's decline in health, I was the first one there. He just got old, and with being old comes complications. I stopped working my higher-paying job to work retail to have more time to take care of him, because his other children were busy. This was a very stressful time in our relationship. I had just recently left my job, was not around often, and I myself was super stressed. Recently, I've began the slow move of everything over there. While we still have to live in our apartment until the lease agreement is up, there's nothing against the rules of me moving stuff. I brought it up to my girlfriend how taking care of my grandfather has really made me realize how important my family is and that I wanted to know if it was okay for my parents to move into the new house with us. My dad could retire and my mum could spend the rest of her life relaxing, not stressing over bills and debt because I can pay that off over time. I'm not insane enough to pay it all in one go." She expressed how that was an amazing idea and how she'd like her parents to move in as well. I laughed at the idea and asked if she was serious and why would I want to live in a house with people I don't like, nor want to interact with. She explained that this could be a good chance at us healing old wounds and making amends. I explained that not only do I not want to heal old wounds, if it was up to me they wouldn't be coming to the wedding. Obviously, this was the wrong thing to say and now she's given the ultimatum of let them move in or the wedding is off. While I can understand her side, I seriously do not want to interact with them in any capacity. They've tried numerous times to get her back with exes, lie about me, even spread a rumor about me being unfaithful. Until I pulled up real evidence of me being nowhere near where they said I was thanks to Google location. My fiance knows all of this and still wants to try and rebuild a relationship with them. This past week, I've been avoiding her with excuses slash white lies. I've been meeting with accountants, lawyers, wedding venue people, and jewelers. I've also been spending all nighters at my grandfather's grave drinking with him, and not getting back home until 4am. To me, it feels like my grandfather is still the only person I can vent my deepest secrets and frustrations to, which is why I've come to you, Reddit. I feel trapped. On one hand, I do not want to live with people I absolutely hate and on the other hand, I do not want to lose the woman of my dreams. I want a third party's opinion on the matter with no connection to me whatsoever as I feel it's the best way to make a good judgment without people close to me influencing my choices. I'm more than willing to answer questions and know how this subreddit works because I too am a pizza-eating, pimple-popping Redditor myself. Now, I've got to say, if I was given this ultimatum in this situation, I'd be calling her out on it. I wouldn't want two people who's disrespected me. And what else have they done? They've both said they didn't like you to your face, that you wasn't good enough. And the father said not in his lifetime. When you asked for permission to marry his daughter, they even spread rumors of infidelity. Why would you want to live with these people? And for your fiance to give you this ultimatum is incredibly disrespectful we very rarely see ultimatums work out in situations and this is one of them that would make me really seriously consider the relationship i think that would be over from my point of view but a reddit poster over 9000 says you are nuts at your age and with a potential fresh marriage to even entertain as a joke the idea of your psycho in-laws mooching off you before the ink is even dry on the marriage certificate Mary Ann says the woman of your dreams would never allow her parents to be that vile to you and tolerate it. Look, my father liked my brother-in-law but did not want my sister to marry him. It was his situation and family he objected to. At a rehearsal the officiant told my father, you say I give this woman or her mother and I do. My father looked at my sister and said, what if I say I don't give this woman because I don't believe in this marriage. My sister looked him straight in the eye and told him, then I walked down the aisle alone Give myself because I love him. Make no mistake, my father never badmouthed my brother-in-law before or after the wedding. He did talk to my sister once about his concerns before they were married. My sister never would have tolerated behavior like your in-laws have shown. My parents wouldn't have been that disrespectful to either of them. If your fiancé really loved you, she wouldn't have allowed it. She certainly would never ask you to ignore it and live with them. Take a long, hard look at your relationship. It's not as rosy and wonderful as you think it my father did walk her down the aisle and gave her away holy shit i love a mini story within a story but ghost says she expects you to take care of people who hate you do not give in to her demands honestly i don't think you should get married to her because of the manipulation alone her parents are manipulative now you see where she gets it from red flags next commenter says in quotes my fiance knows all of this and still wants to try and rebuild a relationship with them then says they are cruel to your face and have actively tried to break up your relationship but your fiance wants to be tight with them and move them in this is a flat-out deal breaker i'm serious you should end the relationship over this her job as your partner is to protect you from abusers and instead she wants to force abusers into your life she is utterly failing you as a partner you need to be no contact immediately with her parents you don't live with people that you are no contact with If she chooses to have a relationship with them, fine, but it's not going to involve you and it certainly won't involve your future kids. Because if they can't respect you, they don't get to have a relationship with your children either. But honestly, you need to break up. Spend no time in just no mother-in-law to see how awful your future is going to be if you marry somebody who allows their parents to treat you like dirt. And one more comment from Polygon Man who says your reactions, laughter and incredulity are completely 100% correct. Asking you to house and live with two people who hate you. Tried to destroy your relationship and treated you like shit is laughable. It's ridiculous. By giving you this ultimatum, she already showed you where you rank for her. You don't matter. Your happiness and comfort in your own home doesn't matter. Call her bluff. And when she instantly turns around and changes her mind, which she 100% is going to do, tell her it's too late. Remember that she used an ultimatum about ending your entire relationship to manipulate you. You're probably the least trapped person here. You need to get into that mindset. So, OP kindly comes back to update the post and they say this will be my only update post available for the subreddit. In the 48 hours since I've posted, that thing took off like a rocket ship. I'd like to start off by thanking everyone for their opinions. While a majority of you have told me to leave, others offered compromises, logical alternatives and gave me questions I didn't even think to ask myself. I'll put a TLDR at the bottom, but I probably won't need it. I think this has been the longest 48 hours of my life. Reading through comments, responding to them, having meetings in real life and talking with my fiance have really given me clarity on what my next choices in life are going to be. One, I've postponed the wedding. Or some of you may refer to it as calling her bluff. I call it waiting and seeing. As of right now, we're really talking about how compatible we truly are. Going over our goals in life again and talking in depth about the relationship we want with our in-laws if we got married. Apparently a lot has changed since the last time we talked about it. Before I got money, some of you called it. 2. Yes, she genuinely thought moving her parents in would make relationship with them better over time. I've expressed that as a result of all they've said and done to me, any positive relationship or communication with them will only be done out of necessity. For example, if she was pregnant, in the hospital, or any life-altering complication or celebration. She did not take this well, but that was expected. It's important I tell my truth. She believes I'll come around and try to build a relationship with her parents but as of right now I can't see myself doing it. 3. My parents won't be moving in, as I haven't asked them yet. I know some of you were confused and assumed it was already happening. It was not. I asked if it was okay if they could, not telling her it was happening. Some of you suggested that maybe moving them in as newlyweds was weird and suggested building them a small house on property. I didn't think about that and we will talk to my accountant and parents about it whatever that conversation needs to be talked about nice idea reddit strangers 4. what have i been doing a lot of meetings about my future finances and setting up trusts and wills i'll be re-enrolling into school to take classes on business finances accountings and economics as my accountant suggested i do we're still working on a budget but as of right now my next steps are furthering my education to manage my newfound wealth Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. As of right now, to be honest, I'm emotionally drained. I think the weight of my grandfather's death is finally hitting me despite it being months later. And the only thing that kept me going was the idea of the wedding day. With that being postponed, I can really only focus on myself, my values, and my emotions. Staying up all night and drinking at a gravesite site isn't healthy and I've not only promised myself to cut back on the booze, but also not stay up drinking. I've been thinking about maybe getting into some sort of therapy and grief counselling, but I'd need to make sure that it is in budget with my accountant, because that's a long-term thing. Maybe they know someone. 5. Couples counselling For those that suggested it, that's a wonderful idea. However, I'm not sure if I can move past her strange dependent relationship with her parents. Initially, I thought I could, but with the rose-tinted goggles off, I'm starting to see a lot of red flags. I'm not too confident a therapist and wedding can solve. We both have issues we need to work through, but right now, I'm not sure if we'd be working through them together. I know a lot of you said to drop the relationship, but I think after six years, it's worth giving it a try to save it. Making a choice like that without trying to fix the problem seems silly, but I did expect a lot of those answers to come through. It's just how red it is. Just know that I know my worth. I know my values and I'm not backing down. Maybe we won't work things out and the relationship will just end. Maybe things will work out and we can continue. At least for now, 48 hours later, it's too soon to tell. Six, as for the prenup, we haven't signed anything yet. A lot of you were really harping on the nice ring and fancy vacations once a year thing. While the vacations compromise is indeed concerning, the ring issue is something we've been having a conflict on for a while. Her personal opinion before and now is that rings are overpriced silly and serve no significant purpose in a relationship she says that they're an important symbol of love and commitment the compromise to the prenup in regards to the ring was actually by her a better ring than i already had which sounds super predatory in those words but it makes sense in my mind she doesn't want a titanic heart of the ocean style jewelry piece just something a bit more noticeable I probably should have elaborated on that in my original post, but hey, we all make mistakes. Which to some sounds like a gold digger mentality, but I know the price range of the ring she wants, and it's about the same range my dad spent on my mum's ring. It's something you'd see on a middle class woman's finger. Nothing huge, nothing small, just enough, I guess. I still think they're just silly circles of metal and compressed dirt. There's not much to say. We sat down, talked for a while. I explained my side of things. She explained hers. She was upset i was postponing the wedding but once she realized i wasn't going to fold she agreed under the notion that it was best for our relationship to work on this before marriage right now i'm taking a step back from her to clear the air and give us time to formulate what we want on our own i've driven the two hours to the cabin thankfully the internet people hooked that up yesterday i've talked to my parents not about them like moving in but about the situation as a whole leaving out i went to the internet before i went to them while my dad can't just abandon his job he sends his love and support my mom is currently making the 18 hour drive so i wouldn't be alone by myself i've gotten attempted phone calls from the in-laws within the last 24 hours i've watched them ring and went back to doing my everyday tasks like lawn work meal prep reading binge watching netflix it's strange but right now i feel happier alone right now than i do with fiance maybe it's some sign that it's not meant to be Or that I've finally been able to relax for the first time in years and have found comfort in solitude. Maybe I'm happy my mum is going to cook me my favourite dinner as a child to cheer me up. I think as of right now though, I have a lot of work to do, not only emotionally but also literally. I'm thinking about doing some telework just to still have a mainstream of income part-time, as I'll probably get bored of being jobless in about a week, and I need some hobbies. Now obviously, OP needs to do what's best for them, they only truly know the intricacies of their own relationship but the the whole ultimatum thing is still ringing in my head on this one. but what about you guys? how do you feel about this? Where do you think this one could possibly go in the future? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from strangeair9373 and says, Am I the arsehole for not including my sister-in-law in photos during my bachelorette party because she wore white? I'm getting married. Yay! And my brother John asked me to include his girlfriend Sarah as a bridesmaid as a way to get her involved with our family since he wants to propose soon. I wasn't happy. She's quite snobbish, almost in a comically villainous way. She once made fun of the fact that I get most of my groceries from the local big box supercenter and not somewhere with more high quality product. But I love John and it mattered a lot to him so I agreed. On to the issue. On the final night of my bachelorette party we decided to have one big meal that was really pricey and fancy that we all saved up for. Sarah said she had to take an emergency work meeting and for us to go ahead first. The restaurant was walkable from our hotel. Guys, when Sarah showed up I was floored. She came in in a white, sparkly sequin number with a tulle skirt and a tiara. When we were planning the trip, my maid of honor made it abundantly clear that everyone was supposed to wear pink so we could get a really cute photo together at the restaurant. I'm not even kidding, her outfit was so bridal looking, the waitress actually asked if we were having a joint bachelorette party. I was so upset. Then, when it came to take photos, I absolutely refused to have Sarah in them. She said it wasn't her fault because she didn't get the memo. But I told her it was common sense to not wear a bridal looking dress to a bachelorette party if you're not the bride. Plus, she was in the group chat and even made comments about another girl's outfit when we're talking about what we wanted to wear. So, I know she knew. All my friends were on my side and they made sure she didn't end up in the photos. When we got home, she pitched a fit to my brother saying that we bullied her at my party and deliberately left her out. She was also pissed because a lot of family and friends noticed she was in the photos and I wasn't afraid to tell them exactly why. My brother's really upset though because she's been crying and whining about it non-stop since. Apparently they're both so mad that they're going to skip Father's Day brunch so the whole thing is blowing up even more. I'm starting to feel bad because my mum told me that my brother and Sarah were fighting a lot now so I'm not sure if I'm being the asshole here. My brother called me a bridezilla. But I really feel like Sarah was trying to ruin my night. I'm going to start straight in the comments with anxious Ocelot who says not the arsehole, a tiara and a chul skirt. All in white. Someone was clearly jealous of the attention you were getting. If the drama continues, I would reduce the size of the bridal party by one. Lord knows what kind of stunt you'll pull on the wedding day. Tessa Komoda says not the arsehole hugs. Dear John, I really didn't want Sarah in my bridal party since I do not know slash like her. There is no bond, no chemistry between us. But you, my brother, whom I love and cherish, pleaded and begged me to invite her. For your sake, I invited her despite my misgivings. And as I feared, she tried to ruin our party. Tried to be the spotlight. We, my maid of honor, the bridesmaids and I, disagreed to it. After she doubled down and blatantly lied about the dress code for this evening, everybody had to wear pink for the photos. We made sure as she did not wear pink, she wasn't in the photos. Plain and simple since she also does not accept slash acknowledge that she was in the wrong and blew everything out of proportion. Please inform her that she is hereby not only demoted, but also uninvited from my wedding. Not as a guest herself, not as a plus one. She is, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, not invited. She is persona non grata, not welcome. Her behavior led me to the conclusion that she will do everything to ruin the wedding, and this I am not willing to risk, let alone accept. Should you decide to not attend my wedding to show solidarity with her, well... I will miss you, but my decision stands and I will not be bullied to change my mind. I'm sorry. And let's have one more comment from not so sure who says not the arsehole. This is a pretty cut and dry case of fuck around and find out to me. Actions have consequences and she behaved not only inappropriate from a social norms point of view, but also from a simple following instructions as part of the bridal party point of view. Is it possible? She wasn't trying to ruin the dinner and made a mistake in the outfit choice. Sure, maybe she just has terrible judgment and social awkwardness, but even if that was the case, she'd not be entitled to be in the designated group photo where everyone's wearing pink, and a normal person would be remorseful and embarrassed about that kind of mistake. Even if that was true, you are also not responsible for her relationship with your brother. More likely, your gut was correct, and she was acting maliciously for any number of dumb reasons, making her the asshole. It is not like you refuse to let her partake in the fancy dinner or kicked her out of the wedding party, right? It's a photo. So congrats on the wedding and you need to ignore this woman while she fizzles out. Hope your brother learns from this and stops taking it out on you. And when I first came into this, I was like, is white dresses at a bachelorette party a bad thing as well? I wasn't aware of that to be quite honest. So it's a learning day for me. But the fact that, you know, they discussed outfits for these days and I've certainly heard of, you know, bachelorette parties having outfits that's that everyone's chosen and to, to match for their photos. And sometimes I've seen, like, in these parties when I've been out and about in pubs and stuff, like the bride standing out and having, like, learner symbols and all this kind of stuff going on. But the fact that there was designated outfits and she went against them claiming she didn't know But the tiara tiara come on man what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time is absolutely incredible i appreciate you so so bloody much you cheeky so-and-so and And i will see you in the next one why am i pointing at the screen (laughs) much love to you i'll see you soon bye-bye